Xbox on. Game on, baby! Wow! All right, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This is the official podcast for the Xbox One subreddit. I am your host, Uncle Jesse. With us this week is Reese and Richard. How you doing, brother? Hey, everyone. So, uh, you guys might notice our fellow podcaster, Ross, is not with us this week. He is... At home, dying in bed of the Scottish plague or the flu mm. or something like that. I'm not quite sure what it was, but yummy. Uh, hopefully, I, I he heard feels rabies. <laughs> rabies? That might be. Yeah, might be true. Yeah. Okay, Scottish actually, rabies. I actually think he's just really hungover. That's all. <laughs> hey, That's no, that was me possible. last week. If anyone listened, <laughs> that was me last week. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a few things. <laughs> or ten. Yeah. Yeah. All right, for anybody that isn't aware, or if this is your first time listening to the show, we cover the top-submitted posts, as well as some hot topics over on the Xbox One subreddit, as well as just chit-chat about uh, games we're playing and things like that. Uh, so, Reese, you want to start things off this week with uh, what games you're playing? I have been playing Doom. Just Doom. 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 Nothing else but Doom. Nice. There, there, there is no other game at this point in time, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Well, I have been loving it. I, I I would ask for more information on it, but I know we're going to be talking about that a little later on, so I won't. No spoilers. Uh, yeah, no spoilers. I won't, I won't steal there, your thunder. I, can I just can I just cut in and tell you that nothing I can really tell you is spoilers because by the very nature of Doom, there is demons <laughs> and they get shot in the face, and that's basically all there is. And demons, and, gore, and, and guns. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and, and progressively bigger and badder guns. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, no, bigger and better. Ah, yes, yes. I meant bad as in good, <laughs> bad. <laughs> so, Rich, man, what's going on with you, man? What are you playing? Uh, mostly this week, I actually went back to Halo 5 with Infection and Wild Hogs being released. I've been playing the sh** for that. Oh. Ah, beep. beep. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Only oh, two no, minutes in. <laughs> Swearing on my podcast? Oh, two no. Two minutes in. Anyways, been playing some Infection, going back. I really enjoy what they did uh, with the Infection mode now. The overall visuals and look of it and the feel, I really get the passion of the old infection, right. but a little bit more enhancement. So I've been playing a lot of that. I haven't played Doom yet. I'm sorry. Don't kill me. Yeah, it's okay. Wrong with that. I, you I, get there. I've been loving the videos. Um, there was actually a few that were posted over on the subreddit of the infection mode, and uh, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. But it looks, it does look like it's. Uh, they've done a lot of work, put a lot of effort behind it in I making was- it look really nice i was just about to say the same thing i was going to ask you richard um what's different what's new well um they visually for infection for the zombies they actually do uh have the sword energy swords they're actually all green you're all suit also they gave like a mysterious like vibe to all the zombies they actually have like tracers kind of like smoke follows them a little bit um as well as there's an interesting, you know, I think in the old versions, they also allowed zombies to go invisible. So, like, the very first two zombies of the match are invisible. And all the other zombies are completely visible all the time. So, it gives it a little bit of an advantage mm-hmm. to the original zombies. And um, 
Yeah, I think that happened in number four. They called you the Alpha. Yeah. Someone's going to correct ah, me if I'm wrong. I that's know pretty it, cool. But I, I'm pretty sure that was in Halo Four as well. Nice. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it is aesthetics, like visual aesthetics. Um, yeah, it's interesting how they made you kind of feel evil-ish. Like when you look at a zombie, you're more afraid of it now. It's not just like, oh, there's a green guy. It's actually <laughs> you kind of are intimidated, intimidated by it. That's nice. I, I just love the fact that they've taken this game mode that people were originally playing, you know, by themselves as sort of a, a, a standalone bit and and really incorporated it into the core <laughs> mechanics and uh, multiplayer modes that are available. It's just it's really cool that they're they're active. They're they're there listening to the to the players and to the feedback from the community. And it sounds like continually providing some updates, which is awesome. Yeah. To add the same to that, thing happened with um, uh, Griffball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to add to that, the community, the maps that they're using, um, one of them I think it's called Campground. It actually looks like a custom map that someone would make in Forge. So they're really bringing that community feel as well because they're going to create these maps that feel like they're created by the community. I'm hoping that they actually will start to accept some like the custom games, right. custom maps people have made. I hope they do that with the infection mode as well because i mean one of the maps the campground it felt like you were friday the 13th at um running around in the woods away from the zombie have they have they done that with the with the custom maps that people have made have they incorporated those into just the standard multiplayer or is there like a playlist that you can go through and do online multiplayer using um forge created maps this time around I should be the guy that knows that, but again, I haven't, I haven't been playing for oh, Halo wow. 5 for a couple months. It was actually the infection mode that brought me back, nice. because a lot of my friends back in the day, we would jump on and play the crap out of that. Cool. What about you, Clay? Um, you yeah, well, unfortunately, you know, I think I, I was gone last week. Uh, I was doing a ton of traveling for work. Uh, didn't get a whole lot of gaming in, but as soon as I got back... Uh, this over the weekend, I booted back into Rainbow Six Siege and was playing through the updates that they've made through it. And I am loving, loving that game again. Uh, it, it was such a fun time playing through that when it was first released, and then other stuff came out and it sort of distracted me and from playing that. But now I've, I'm sort of fully back into it, and that it hooks <laughs> back into you. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And I'm just waiting. I think there's an, a few more days until the operators officially, uh, the new operators officially release. So they've got the the new character, which is Blackbeard, who has a, a shield that you can mount on the gun, uh, as well as uh, a female character, Valkyrie, who has deployable. Uh, cameras that you can throw. Uh, there's four of them that you can basically throw anywhere, and they stick to the walls for the defensive teams. Uh, and I'm very excited to get my hands on both of those, just playing alongside of people using those characters. It's a, a great, great addition. Uh, and Blackbeard is nasty, absolutely nasty. I didn't think that that shield would do much good. I honestly thought it was kind of a silly idea that they were putting a, a shield mounted on the front of your gun. Uh, and <laughs> that guy, you know, other people using him have probably wiped me out more times than I care to admit um, uh, when I've gone into a head-to-head -head fight with them. 
uh, which is just a bad idea. Just a bad idea. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, nice. that's that's about it. Um, I, hopefully, we'll be jumping back into Quantum Break. Uh, I really need to finish that game up. I think I've said that for the past few weeks now, uh, but I really and truly intend to try and wrap that up this week. Uh, loving, loving that game. I just need to find more time in the day for gaming. <laughs> yeah, I finished it last week. It's great. Oh, I was about man. to say. I thought. Reese and I both finished it, and now you're the only one. you got to finish so we can enjoy <laughs> yeah, the ending together. Oh, don't yes. tell me. Don't tell me. Isn't there multiple we endings? We can have a moment. Aren't there multiple endings to that? No spoilers. No. No? I thought they. No. I, thought, I thought depending on the choices that you make in the game, you could have different well, outcomes, or is it just the different storyline? I can... Uh, this. I was actually going to talk about this in just a second, but uh, I... Uh, I went to a really cool thing on Thursday. I went to something called Games First 16. It's a, a developers-only conference in Helsinki where like all of the, the, the Nordic developers sort of get together and talk about games and, 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 and how to make games better and this and that and how they make games. And one of the speakers there was uh, Sam Lake, the creative director of Remedy. And his exact words to describe this is that there's one beginning and there's one end. It's the same story, but it's told many ways. Ah. So you can make many different uh, choices that will alter the, the, the course of the game. You, like one decision will replace an entire character, for example. Uh, so you have to play the game twice to see these two different characters. If you make one decision, this character is not in the game anymore. And so, yeah, it's, it's one story told many ways, but the beginning and the end are the same. That's that's a cool concept. I mean, I, I, that's that's a nice way of, of them sharing that. I guess that could be applied to uh, a lot of games, depending on how you how you play them. But specifically to to their games, they do yeah, a very good was, job of that. They do. A it's very it was cool so cool to hear Sam talk about about storytelling because you know he's one of the the greats in video games, and he he was. Uh, I could just listen to that man talk for hours about. Basically anything, and uh, he was he was definitely laying the knowledge on thick. And uh, it was actually a really cool conference. There was also uh, the design director of Lego, uh, Cephas Howard. He was there telling telling us how uh, Lego markets their products and how they make like their games, uh, you know, like the Telltale games and stuff like that. That, that was actually really interesting. Uh, Reese, can you can you do me a quick favor before we move on to anything else? Can you do another Sam Lake impression as if he was our guest on this show <laughs> <laughs> next week on yeah. Xbox Podcast? There is nothing to worry about because I am Sam Lake. I speak for Remedy and I write very nice stories and tell them in the video game. How's now, that? Good. Now you need to do good. the face. Yep. <laughs> I, I was doing the face. You can't, you can't impersonate you can't do the voice. Sam Lake without the face. You have to have the voice with the face. Yes. And you need to speak very, very slowly and have thick Finnish accent when speaking. Like that. That, I'm, having, I'm sorry, I'm having, Sam. Please, if you're listening, I'm I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was my request. That was my request. Yeah, you can you can play, uh, that, I'm having wonderful memories of our uh, script reading now. Thanks for that. Oh yeah, I did <laughs> Sam for that. I forgot. That's great. Yeah. That's not a lake. That's Sam Lake. Or something. <laughs>
user Chimmy Chimuchanga, whatever his name was. That's right. Mecha, 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 <laughs> Mecha, Mecha something. Yeah, Mecha Pterodactyl. <laughs> So, so should we actually to like yeah move on yeah or? why don't we, why don't we <laughs> without Ross guiding us here and, and nudging us forward you know it's uh the the podcast is yeah uh, descending into hell so when you guys when you guys hear the nice professional podcast that's after Ross has not only like kicked us into gear but cut out all of the times that he's been like guys we actually have to do something now so <laughs> so what it's, do you it's mean? like we just uh, can't sit here and banter for. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. We can. We can. I mean, for sure. You know, that the, the, the there, parents aren't. That's right. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's just aimlessly talking about nothing. So I <laughs> would slightly believe everyone that. Everyone turtles. <laughs> that's right. So, Reese, why don't we jump into a story? Uh, so, what did, what did you see over on the subreddit that you wanted to chat about this week? Well, my number one thing would be the, uh, the news that probably hasn't surprised anybody who's been paying attention to what Microsoft has been up to lately, but Microsoft has killed Project Spark officially. They are uh, discontinuing it uh, and offering refunds to anyone who has Man. who has yeah. paid for it. Um, that's unfortunate. That's the, yeah, I mean, that's the third game that Microsoft has killed recently, and it seems they're really going after all the loose ends, uh, particularly... Any of the games that they would build as the, like under the games as a service umbrella. Mm-hmm. Did you guys did you guys play Project Spark? Did I, you make I, any levels? I actually, me, I admit I wasn't a creator, but I was definitely a player. Right. I love to see what the community was making. I mean, I did this back with Halo. I loved seeing the ideas and the creativity that these people could come up with. I mean, there were so many different things that someone could create out of this game engine that was Project Spark. I mean, yeah. you had shooters, you had the action-adventure game, you had the um, MMO where it could be a common MMO if there was like more people that could enter into the level. And then tower defense games. There was a tower defense game that I could play. Or mm-hmm. the raids, like uh, waves of enemies would come in and you'd level up your character. It was just amazing to see the creativity come through the community, but kind of started to fall apart there at the end where not many new things were being done. It kind of like the community left it. That's right. I was going to say, I I, I haven't heard of anybody playing this or using this or any really topics or anything about this uh, in a while. Mm. I mean, when it first came out, there was, uh, I think a lot of people were interested in it. And that's when I I jumped in on it as well and just uh, played through a few of them. I didn't create anything. Um... But I, I'm just kind of surprised that they didn't leave it intact. I, I mean, is it is it costing a lot of money to maintain? Maybe it's maintaining the servers and that servers ain't free, bro. Uh, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> and throw it up but, in Azure, man. Azure. How do you say Azure? Azure. Azure. Azure? I, I don't know. Azure. It's meme. We have to uh, play. Azure. It's meme. <laughs> meme and Azure. <laughs> No, 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 no. We have to say it like azure, like a, a British gentleman. But uh, you know, I'm I'm quite different to you guys because you both said you both played uh, on Spark and didn't make anything. Well, I, I I didn't play crap. I I spent all of my time on Project Spark making things. I'm I'm one of those weird creative people, and 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 I like to to make things. Lego, yeah. you know, whatever you name it, I'm building it. And so I spent like the first week or so just. Just actually like drawing things with the um, like in the, in the 
draw, drawing things with the terrain, you know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I actually ended up making uh, a bit of an homage or homage, a homage <laughs> to <laughs> to. Um, did you, did you guys ever play that a homage? Did you guys ever play that old game, uh, Descent? Did not. Descent. No. What was that? Okay, this is this is going back to like '93, I think, and it was a very famous first-person shooter because it was the first first-person shooter with full 3D movement. Oh, wait. Like, yes. Was you this were the a one? ship? Yeah, you were a ship, and you were flying. It was yep. sort of like Doom or Quake, yep. but you were a mm -hmm. ship. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah you remember I that remember one? That. Yeah. yeah that well, game was awesome. I made like a a really lengthy actually level that was like an homage to Descent. It played just like Descent, and I had characters that were flying around and stuff. And I got I got a few downloads, a couple of hundred, I think, and it was it made me quite. I was quite happy with how oh. it turned out. That's that's awesome to hear. I mean, is it? Um, I mean, do they do they reach out to you? Do they do? I mean, is there anything that they do? The the Spark. Project Spark people to get back in contact with you to let you know that people are playing it or were playing it. Or well, anything? there was there was feedback in real time mm -hmm. uh, if you go to your um, your profile in the game, but uh, for me, no, I, I never heard from anybody. But like, I was not you know overwhelmingly successful. I just had a couple of hundred people play the game. That's that's not a uh, a miracle breakthrough, you know. But I know that their uh, community manager, I think his name is Thomas. I've spoken to him a couple of times before on the sub. Sorry, Thomas, if that's not your name. Your name is Thomas now. And uh, so, <laughs> so uh, Thomas is quite active, or he was, before he lost his job. <laughs> and he, uh, he was uh, always cultivating uh, stuff. Uh, that, if you go to the Project Sparks um, YouTube channel, there's heaps and heaps of videos that they've made where they've found really cool stuff and, and tried to signal boost that. Hmm. Uh, it, so it wasn't for lack of trying. Yeah, I mean, were they? I mean, was the and do you know if the intention of that was, or if you remember, were they planning on turning that into something that you could actually make a full fledged game and sort of sell it, and that was going to be the engine that that fueled it? Or is I know, it? No, I don't think so. No. I mean, the 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 engine, especially someone who's tinkered around with the back end <clears throat> of it, mm -hmm. it's um, it's not designed like that. Like. The, the physics and the AI and and even simple things like pathing and, and that sort of stuff, it's all tied into the game's engine itself. And you have like a really a really simple uh, system that you can set up. It has a, a name, this kind of programming. I can't remember what it's called right now, but basically you choose if X does Y, then Z. And it, it, it sort of goes like that. I mean, it's, it's very, very basic programming, like yeah, PHP has, programming, if statements, a bunch of if statements you create your game. It has a name. Like, I can't um, remember it. I'm going to Google this. It's if then that statements. Is that yeah. what it's called? If else. <laughs> if, 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 if all else statements. fails, turn off game. <laughs> if all else fails, uh, please turn Apparently, it is a natural evolution of the programming language found in Kodu. Hmm. That sounds very technical. I'll have yeah. to skip over that. On for now. that note. <laughs> so, um, anything else you guys want to chat about on on Project Spark, or else I'll I'll jump into my topic. Of the no, week. I, I talking about Project Spark just makes me sad. Yeah, it does. And uh, I I wonder how. I mean, if 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 there really was any activity still going on. I mean, it might have been in its best interest to kill that off and get people working on something else. Well, hopefully working it's, on something else. 
Or I mean, no one, no one likes to see a, a, a dead game. I mean, like with Fable, at least it never, it never actually released. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. But, I mean, but at least certain games, it, if they come all the way to release and they actually have have a small community, and then you watch that community die out, it's kind of disheartening and sad to see a game go away like that because the idea behind it was great it was just that something happened within the community where it kind of dissipated yeah i mean it skype wasn't sorry skype project spark um wasn't just a regular old uh digital release either it had like a full retail release i, I can still go into gamestop and buy a copy i, I honestly thought that was a free-to-play game <laughs> it, Maybe it, it was is. just in beta forever. <laughs> no, it's free to play, but you have to pay for certain stuff. If you're, it's basically if you're a builder, you pay. If you want to build stuff in the game and create levels, you could pay for certain things. Or if you're a player, you could only play certain matches if the developer or creator didn't use these special assets. Hmm. All right. mm, I think that might have been pretty crippling actually with the yeah. segregating a community is always bad exactly what i was going to say it kind of segregates your players and it's like well i can't play this map unless i pay for this dlc well that's frustrating you hear about that folks segregation is bad don't segregate <laughs> you, you think we might have learned over the last <laughs> thousand years or so you'd think I don't know. social commentary on this podcast <laughs> let's not get too political <laughs> okay, just so, just just move on. Let's, yeah, let's, I'm gonna let's, I'm gonna move let's, on. Let's podcast and, and uh, for anybody that has been interested in changing your gamer tag to something much cooler that is probably already taken and you know hasn't been used in years, Major Nelson just announced that they're going to begin recycling Xbox gamer tags. Um, starting on the 18th, which is really exciting to hear. I mean, I think there's a ton of people out there that are interested in grabbing some of these older tags that just are no longer actively being used. So I think they, they made some sort of statement saying you have to be an active gold member for the last year, um, and then you can go in and, and pick one of these ups. And it sounded like, are they going to be rolling these out, I believe, as well, in, in sort of waves? In waves. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. waves, yeah. But they're not, There's more they're than not, a million of them. But they're not providing a list, so you, I'm no. not even sure how you even verify. But, <laughs> oh, and Major be. Nelson, when he posted on his uh, blog, it actually gives you a direct link where you can check the usernames and what's available. Ah. Uh, not for the new list, well, when this comes out, the new list will probably be out, and I'll probably already have my new gamer tag. Um, <laughs> anyways, the uh, list on that blog post actually allows you to go to a page and check for if the username well, gamer tag is available. And you can type it out and just check it. And as soon as it checks and if it's available, you can hit uh, claim it, the button right next to it, and pay for your change. Or if it's free, I think you still have to pay for it. And you get changed to your gamer tag. You keep all of your videos. You keep all of your achievements. All of your gamer score. It's just like nothing ever happened. It just changes over. Sure. Are you listening, Sony? Sony? Yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> <laughs> There's a jab at Sony. What? <laughs> what? What podcast is this? <laughs> I don't know. But, um, uh, yeah. It, uh, but. Back to what you said about the gamer tags themselves, it's there's more than a million that are being freed up. And according to this list I've got here, we've got proper names, pop culture references, entertainment, sports, gaming, types of food, 
geography, travel, science, technology, math and numbers, animals, and the most interesting sounding one is some of the greatest inventions of all time. <laughs> what, I have no what idea that what be? that would be. What could that be? The potato gun. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, seriously, that's probably what it's going to be. <laughs> With a zero, at, you know, in it, not, uh, you know, an, an actual O. I was say, I don't even want to talk about my gamer tag. It needs to disappear. It needs to change. Is it one of those, like, really angsty gamer tags that you made when you were 13 and regret it deeply? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I, I saw this announcement and I seriously considered going, oh, maybe I should now look into the correct spelling for Jesse and Uncle Jesse instead of with the Y. And then he was like, well, now I've got like a Twitter tied to it and YouTube and my Reddit handle. Uh, maybe I'll just stick with the Y for now. But there seems like I, I would still be interested in seeing what some of the other ones uh, become available. I saw some people were interested in like, pizza or hamburger or uh, i saw someone say megatron it's like if that is available yeah, yeah. that would be a great a great username anything without yeah. xx247 dash something in it uh is a good gamer tag in my opinion the the other mods are actually having a, a pretty long-winded conversation about it in the the mod chat about all the cool potential names that they're going to try for Any... our light wants to be esquire Score. Don't give them away. Oh, wait. It's already Wednesday. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, damn. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ryan. I've, I've ruined it all. It's okay. It's already Wednesday. So when everyone listens, hopefully he's already got yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Wednesday. Of course, this is being recorded on Wednesday. <laughs> Live. Yes. Right before it goes out. <laughs> so, I mean, are, are, are any of you guys considering changing yours or are you going to stick with what you got for now? Yes. Yeah. No. So, any idea what this is going to cost if it's not free? I didn't actually look into this. Is ten, it bucks? ten bucks? I think it's ten dollars. Oh, yeah. that's not bad. Man, I'd on a whim go in and start changing these things. So, but uh, so, Rich, man, what's what do you got going on over there? What are you what are you uh, interested in chatting about? Okay, so this might be a little touchy for some people. Uh, user Peter Carber, I think that's right. Uh, the yeah. Assassin's Creed movie trailer. There was a little bit of negative and a little bit of positive on this. So, how do you guys feel like it? I mean, how do you guys feel about this whole game movies? I mean, I really, really want a good gaming movie that is from a game going into a movie. Normally, a lot of them have crashed and burned or stopped in production. Not talking about Halo. Been waiting for how many years? Just saying. <laughs> Um, and the new trailer came out and I heard a lot of negativity, but I think most of it was just the soundtrack. I was really confused personally about the sound choice of the trailer. The actual content of the trailer, I, I actually loved. I love the new idea of the, um, Amos, oh shoot, I just... Animus? Animus. We were giving Jesse a hard time earlier, and I messed that up. Anyways, <laughs> the Animus, I like the idea behind it. How, I mean, it's different from the game. I think being original is good. I don't think following the game to a T is going to be successful. They're going to have to slightly modify the story a little bit, and with Fassbender as the main character, I feel his acting ability will be able to push the character along and right. develop it, really. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I just want to cut in here. You were saying about earlier about, you know, video game movies saying that you already you want all you want is a good one. 
but the the greatest video game movie ever has already been made. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you better say Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the original Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The original. I, I watch that movie with my friends at least once a year. It's incredible. Uh, I can Did remember, you guys already I, see, uh, ever watch the YouTube one that was released by Machinima? Actually, didn't think yeah. it was bad, the series. I watched good. that series when it came out. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a trailer for. Was it out like a year ago or so? Maybe oh, it's been like two or three now. Yeah, I can remember going to uh, see Mortal Kombat the movie with my mom in the movie theaters what? when I was younger. Dude, <laughs> me but and my moms, then, me and my moms used to go to the movies all the time when I was a kid. Oh, my, my, my brother cool as well. My brother as well. Now yeah. back with coming from a successful game movie. Are we worried that this movie is going to be like Prince of Persia? Well, uh, Fassbender is a good yeah. good cast. Right. Um, I, I, I'm like, trusting um, that he's not going to sign on to the role if it if he thought it was going to be crap. He's, that's my boy Magneto. So, uh, your boy I, Magneto. <laughs> okay, well, a great example of this is the new Steve Jobs movie. He actually wasn't the original choice for the new Steve Jobs movie that just came out. He was, I think, the third person. So, do you think his acting ability is going to be able to switch from a character so serious to a character like this? I mean, he does have a wide range. Well, I just haven't seen him play s- a character that's maybe like this. Did you see the Did you see the face tattoos in the trailer? He's he's going to be serious, yeah. man. He's going to be deadly well, I mean, serious. <laughs> I mean, like he's. I think he's a good cast. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal was. A terrible miscast for the Prince of Persia. I mean, he can't even say it. You, you don't. You don't cast a man with a lisp as the Prince of Persia. Okay, that's that's just a basic thing. But I'm I'm sorry, Jake. If you're listening, I'm sure you are. Sure but, you, yeah. <laughs> but you know, Jake is a fantastic actor. Uh, watch uh, Nightcrawler. Watch um, John Donnie Darko. But uh, it's true. Uh, he, okay, he, that he night. plays crazy really well, but playing as the Prince of Persia, it's, that that was that was a really bad casting choice. Yeah, that wasn't great. Nightcrawler gives me the creeps. I mean, you watch that <laughs> and you just feel wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually interested in this movie. Just seeing some of the, um, some of the the the, the in game like weapons that they put into this or uh, what what some of they what some of the stuff that they're going to bring directly from the game into it I, I like the idea of not relying directly on the games uh, sort of like it reminds me of the Walking Dead TV show it's you know it's got the comics as reference but does and it sort of uses it as a guide but doesn't directly uh, follow those and and hopefully they're doing the same thing with this um, but yeah, yeah, I guess we'll we'll see when it when it comes out. When's this when's this thing come out? Later in the year, right? I think this I think fall. So. Yeah. Um, so moving along, Reese, is there anything? I, I know you had mentioned you were playing Doom earlier. You want to chat about that? You know I do. Uh, <laughs> user Indosite, I think that's how you say it. In no, in con in condite. In hey, Condite. Uh, let, let me just make a note here. For anybody that's signing up 
on Reddit and is planning on posting on Reddit. Please make <laughs> your username easy to read. <laughs> please, please, especially for the illiterate like uh, us on the like us like me, show. yeah, and yeah. So anyway, Doom Four has launched. Um, or actually, it's not Doom Four. I'm just calling it Doom Four. It's just Doom. There's uh, it's it's one of the 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 funny. I mean, like. Uh, a lot of games have just been chopping the numbers off and, you know, dice went completely bonkers and just totally forgot how to count. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's Doom. Um, I am absolutely loving it. Um, it's got dat music by by Mick Gordon, who did the Killer Instinct music, so it's, it's metal as fuck. You can beep that if you want. I don't care. And um, it's... Uh, but before I, I I sort of start rapping with you guys, I just want to talk about how it's um, it's like it's sort of like a it feels like a culmination of how people are sort of feeling about modern shooters nowadays because uh, Doom Guy, the main character that you are, he does not give a crap. Like w- w- when you're playing the game, it's very obvious that there is a very serious story going on, but but Doom Guy doesn't care. Like, you know, someone might be giving some sort of really interesting sounding exposition and he'll just punch the screen. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> it's like a, and, and, and you know, the, the way the game plays, it's like a rejection of these modern storytelling elements. It's not interested in cutscenes or quick time events or exposition. The game starts and within four seconds, you've got a gun in your hand and you're blasting demons. And it's like, awesome. go. That's that's it. Just how just it should go. be. Kill, a, just kill just like it was all the, the things. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like really true to the original. So, did you guys? I, I know you haven't played it yet, uh, uh, Clay. Did you say you played it yet, Richard? No, I actually sadly have not. I really want to get my hands on it, but I haven't. Um, uh-huh. I've been. I I played the older Dooms, and I've heard a lot that it's kind of like. It's the old school feel of Doom, but with new innovative things going on. Like, there are, of course, new graphics and everything. But that same feeling you get from playing the original Doom, you get it with this game. And I think that's great where we can take an old school feel and put it with all these new, the new engines and new graphics. And it still feels like the classic. Yeah, it's just, it's really good. Like, I'm trying my best not to to sound like a hyped up schoolgirl here, but it's... Uh, it's great. Take and, your miniskirt um, off there, Reese. <laughs> You'll take my miniskirt from my cold, <laughs> dead hands. No, the um, th- the game is just it's just great. Uh, there's really not much to say. I mean, as I said before, I can't really spoil it for you because there is not really a story. There's a demonic invasion, and your job is to crush, kill, rip, and tear everything that is in your way well, and, until... I- you know, until I'm, you kill all the demons. I was watching your, I was watching some of your 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 gameplay when you were playing it, and uh, mm. one of the things that I love, or a few of the things that I love about it, is that not only does it it just looks absolutely beautiful, and it's dark, and the lighting in it is amazing, uh, but the the weapons just see, like the shotgun. It it reminds me of the first Doom game when you were playing with that shotgun. I was like, man, you just—it's like this big bang, yeah. and it feels heavy, and you knock these dudes down, and it's violent. It's like crazy violent, and that's what I remember as a kid playing mm-hmm. this, going, "Whoa, this is crazy." <laughs> yeah, well, see, there's a thing where if you think about an old game, 
that you played when you were a kid and you think, wow, like, you've got this mental image in your mind and then you go and look at it again yeah. and you're like, oh, that looks <laughs> awful. And Back in the day, this play was amazing. Again. Yeah, yeah, you try and play it again, and it's like, wow, this plays like ass, <clears throat> and and, and <clears throat> that, that that's a real a real issue with uh, old games being remade, you know, uh, uh, and and getting like a HD update. But Doom is like it captures the feeling you had of the old Doom, and and replicates it so that it feels like you're playing the exact same game as when you were when you were in primary school and you you downloaded Doom onto the the, the school computer without your teacher knowing and you played it uh, when, when they weren't looking you know like it, it really it really captures that that feeling and the sound design like I said it's it's amazing like uh, there's a a point where you where you find the super shotgun the double barrel mm-hmm. and it like you walk down a series of corridors and then like this extremely like fast paced and sort of brutal heavy metal, uh, starts like blaring in your ears, and like you get they, they 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 give you the quad damage, and it's like quad damage, super shotgun, heavy metal, hundreds of demons go, and <laughs> you just it's 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 awesome. It, like they know exactly what they're doing. Uh, Id, Id I, know what's up. I want to bring back uh, one of the top comments on the Doom thread is from Subatomic Seahorse. He talks about how that awesome scene. You know, you can set it to any difficulty you want, but the ultra violence difficulty really gives people the actual challenge they want because you don't you have a wide range of players. You have the older players that will remember the old style of the game and maybe it could be a little slower pace, or we could say, I want to make it extremely difficult. And I think one of the developers for Doom said the ultra violence setting, they can't even beat the game. I think it was on the highest difficulty they said they can't even beat it. Yeah, well, I'm playing on ultraviolence, and it's it's really hard. But that's a that's actually not the highest difficulty. The highest difficulty has to be unlocked. Um, I have the highest difficulty that you can play out of the box, and then once you finish it, you unlock nightmare and ultra nightmare. And ultra nightmare and ultra nightmare are exactly the same, both really really hard. Except ultra nightmare has permadeath. When you die, you're done. That's it. Your Your save is deleted. And so, and they and they, they like leave a marker for where you got to, so you can when you when you play again, you can see how far you got. That's and cool. yeah, they they weren't able to finish it, but someone has already done it. What? I saw. Yeah, yeah, it took like two days. Uh, it's on the Doom subreddit already. Uh, someone's finished it. They streamed the whole thing live. That's impressive. But the, this guy is like one of the top um, speedrunners in the world. So yes. it's it's not something anyone can do. <laughs> Jeez, I can't even imagine. The developers had issue beating that, beating yeah. it, and you just in two days. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I'm like a, a really old school uh, lover of arena shooters. I've been playing arena shooters since I was a teenager, um, and so I, I consider myself fairly okay at them. And yeah, ultra violence is is kicking my ass from time to time. It's it's quite difficult. So Reese, I want to know when you're walking around in the game, did they incorporate all of the? Uh the hidden passages that were in sort of the original walk around. Go, ooh, so ooh, many. You can't go. But my favorite thing about the game is it's a little touch and I really hope it was intentional, but the only button that you have to interact with the environment is also your punch button. <laughs> so I, I hope that was like, uh, they're making a little bit of a commentary on the mindset of doom guy. <laughs> but yeah, there is, there is tons of secrets. Like not only, like the game is separated into levels old school. And at the end of the level, it tells you 
uh, how many of the secrets you found and what oh, what you missed. That's pretty cool. So it's it's like really wants you to go back and like for example. Um, oh, I guess it'd be spoilers if I told you, but there's some a lot of old Doom, Doom mm-hmm. One and Doom Two, Easter eggs. I'm not going to tell you any more. I, I, I found that. one on the first level, and it was amazing. And there's this there's heaps and heaps and heaps of of secrets, and the the map design is really labyrinthine, like the old Doom. Like it's not it's not a corridor shooter. Um, the maps have tons of verticality. And uh, it, it, you really have to look around to try and find where to go. Well, it sounds like it's got a lot to offer. And I mean, I've, I've heard uh, mixed reactions as well. I mean, for the single player, I think every, every review or everything I've read about it, people saying they love the single player. But then I've heard mixed reviews about the multiplayer. Uh, have you gotten mm-hmm. into that any time at all? Or have you just been playing the single player? Yeah, I, I like it. Um, see it's it's not doom uh the old school doom it's different it's a game all on its own and it's not quake right and a lot of people seem to think that they were going to be getting quake 4 like a ultra high paced arena shooter and it's not it plays a bit more like a bit more like halo 5 but super 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 violent uh, and when it's it's different, it's not quite an arena shooter, and it's not quite a modern shooter. But I, I find it really enjoyable. It's uh, it's definitely not what I would consider competitive, but it's it's silly and it's violent fun and it's very very fast and it's it's good. I like it so, a lot. Like Unreal Tournament, let's say it's nothing like Unreal Tournament. No, absolutely not. It borrows a few elements from Unreal Tournament, but. Nothing, nothing too much. I mean, your your mileage may vary. Play it, like buy the game for the single player because it's it's awesome. But just just give it a try. And not, not, nothing to lose. If you like it, well, that's that's amazing. Keep playing. If you don't, well, you've got this awesome campaign that I think lasts about fifteen hours. So yeah, it's it's worth it. Do, do you got on a random random side note? That I was just thinking about you because you mentioned it's it's violent, and I was thinking about how uh, how brutal the game was. Um, do you guys remember an old school first person shooter where you could like shoot off the limbs of different people? <laughs> you could shoot off Soldier of Fortune. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh. Soldier Soldier of Fortune. Soldier of Fortune, yep. <laughs> okay. I remember it very well. It used the Quake engine, I think, and yeah, it, it wasn't just that you could dismember people, but like they reacted sort of realistically to that. Like right. they would crawl around on the ground and, and, and beg for mercy and <laughs> And you could like disembowel uh, them with the shotgun. Yeah, I remember that someone, very well. Someone, please make a remake of that for me. Uh, <laughs> I must say, it I was a... the enjoyment of playing Dead Space again when it came out in backwards compatibility, and going through and dismembering everyone, and going through the legs <laughs> and arms and heads. I mean, I've enjoyed it. I mean, I it's been a while, but stomping on some alien tentacles. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. every single every single body you step on. That's right. My That's... favorite part about Dead Space Two, they added that if you if you keep stomping on something repeatedly, uh, the main character Isaac starts to square, like stomping on this. <laughs> I, I really can't. I really can't repeat what he says, but yeah, he, he yeah. starts to curse and swear as you stomp on something. It's great. But I, I was going to say that there was actually a modern um, sequel to Soldier of Fortune on the Xbox 360. Oh, was there? And it was Ass Candle. It was. Wait, it's, it was it's called a- Ass Candle. 
No, I, the, I was saying the game was crap. It was oh. like a, a dumpster fire. Like, there was nothing good about that game. You, I was like, there's a game called Ass Candle. <laughs> I would say that was going to be news to me. I was like, oh, wait a second, are you serious? <laughs> oh, Americans. Uh, too gullible. Like, too gullible. <laughs> why, why would anyone put a candle up their ass? You're the one who talked about it, not us. <laughs> yeah, not yeah sure. okay. Uh, you know what? What you guys do in your bedrooms is... Oh, is, is it's 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 all good. It's You're fine. the one with the mini skirt, Reese. By the way, by the, the way, I'm sure I'm sure Ross is gonna love when we send these files over to him. To Hi, Ross. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. I know I don't and, pay you anything for this, but get back to work. We'll send you one free ass candle. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose to to edit that out or not. It's up to I, you. I don't think I've, I'm We're giving you a wide Ryan range of things to pick from. Pick from. So uh, why don't we move on here? I think we've got time for Please. for one more for one more topic. Um, so user Sam Von Sam, easy enough username for me to read name. out there. <laughs> yep, uh, wrote up a story or linked out to a story about how the Overwatch beta topped nine point seven million players across all of the platforms. That is. Pretty incredible for yeah. For for some perspective, I live in a country with a population of about five and a half million people. <laughs> so more than everyone in your country could have played. <laughs> well, actually, I, I live in Finland, and I think that may actually be more than the entire population of Scandinavia. Uh, I think it might be higher than, than every Nordic country. It's, it's pretty crazy. I'm I'm trying to think. Is that the? Uh, and I apologize. I should have actually looked this up. I asked these questions and I should have researched them beforehand. Is that the highest? Uh, is that the most played beta of all time? Do they give out any stacks on, on that? Yeah. I we should have looked that stat up. Yeah, I it know. I apologize, be. guests, uh, listeners. If you guys know, feel free to message us over on this posting on the subreddit or shoot us a tweet at x1 party chat if you know the answer. Uh, I know that the division beta was also. So in the millions, I just don't know if it was that high. That is, that just seems like it is like 9.7 million people for a beta. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah, the PS4 beta must have really helped bump those numbers for sure. <laughs> but that's that's insane. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to say? There's not enough people playing on the Xbox One. <laughs> no, uh, there was just there was just there's a lot uh, more of them a, than us. A lot. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of a word that didn't involve an explicative to yeah. to sort of describe how many PS4s have been sold, but it's difficult. <laughs> Quite good. a few have yeah, been right. sold. That's right, just a few. All right. So, random statistic because I was curious. I looked up the population. So you, it was nine point <laughs> seven million million players. Mm. The biggest country that that would be every single person. Sweden. Sweden is 9.8. So literally if every single person in Sweden played. There's that many people in Sweden? That's a 2016 census. We need to build a wall. Hey now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, yeah, I I forgot who I was talking with. Americans, right, yeah. (laughs) And we're going to have them build it as well. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but seriously, Swedes, you. 
If you're so, from Sweden and you're listening, you. So did you guys did you guys play it at all? Oh yeah, dude, did have him talking till his horse was done. All the Okay, so since I don't know what he said, yeah, that's right. Hopefully, we can remove that. <laughs> no, no, I, I was speaking Swedish to our fellow Swedish guests. Swedish, I was saying lovely things. Swedish. <laughs> Sweden. So, so did you guys play the the beta at all? I did not. Out of those 9.7 people, million people, 9.7 people. I, I also downloaded but never played the beta. <laughs> so, so this was a really bad thread to choose because I didn't play either. Well, see, Ross was playing the crap out of it. And yeah. Ross was like, yeah, we've got this one. Ross has got this one. Well, yeah. Ross is sick. Yeah. So he gives it to the B team and it's like, so, we haven't we haven't done our homework. So, so just but, a, little, um, a little background insight for for the listeners, and I I apologize as well. Ross has has yelled at me a few times. Occasionally, while I'm talking, I move away from the microphone, <laughs> which I was just doing. So if I my audio cuts in and out, you'll know that's why because I'm randomly you did it just then. So just did it yeah, exactly. So um, just a little background knowledge. Um, what will happen here on the podcast is we'll sometimes submit these stories that we want to chat about, and then pose propose questions that we want to chat about on them. And of course, uh, our main man Ross isn't here to help answer these wonderful questions that we have so uh what we would like to do since none of us have really played it and i can't really give any feedback and we can't give any feedback you guys let us know what you thought about the beta do you guys like it uh do you are you not interested in it we were going to chat about the price point of this it sounds like people are really upset about it being a full price game when it seems like there's maybe only uh enough content there to deem it being 40 bucks which it's priced at, at on steam i don't know do you guys want to comment yeah. on that i mean it's i, I, I think that's 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 weird that it's 60 bucks yeah. on console and 40 yeah, on pc i, I don't and agree I mean, with that the, I don't, I, the entire the beta is the entire game except the, the the full release has ranked i believe but otherwise it's completely the same i think that's a bit rich i mean i know that i know that uh uh blizzard are promising that they will, you know, continue supporting the game with free content. That's amazing. And also, I, I trust Blizzard because right. they, they've got a really good history of support with their games. I mean, how long have they supported World of Warcraft for? But, um, but at the same time, like, it might be worth just waiting for a discount. I, I, I think I might be a bit too cheap. I, I honestly thought that when I when I first heard about this game and that it was coming from Blizzard, I thought that they might go with the free-to-play aspect of this and that you can yeah. that you could buy other characters and that was how they were going to approach this but it's really it's a full-fledged 60 bucks you know game that's uh see and for me like i i've never gotten hooked on free-to-play games i've never have i don't know what it is like i know a lot of our uh, community plays smite and we've had a few uh, events here on our sub for smite but personally free to play i'm always hesitant i i like when everything is there i don't have to worry about a paywall so i'm actually really glad that blizzard did go with a full-fledged here's the amount you pay here's the full game you're gonna have all you're gonna have more additional content later down the road um especially with blizzard as reese said i mean they've been supporting wow for many many years now and i think they're going to try to do the same thing here and i could see it becoming a really popular game 
It's just they got to make sure they listen to their community. I'm pretty sure at 9.7 million people for the beta, it's already a popular game. That's right. I mean, even if Continue, half, half of the people <laughs> buy that, that it's going to be pretty successful. Yeah, we just yeah. have to make sure they continue that uh, positive feedback and everything with the community. Because if they let the community get angry and die off, you know, they want to make sure they keep that yeah. community entertained. They want the <laughs> feedback loop, as they call it in the business. They want uh, to keep engagement high. Otherwise, I mean, exactly. they will they will end up like poor, poor Project Spark. I mean, is that is that uh, sort of along I'm, the lines of what you guys? I made myself sad. Yeah. <laughs> Way to end it with a sad note. Have you guys? Have you guys started on, on sort of on that same topic there? The the division. I've heard grumblings of people losing interest in that, and it's this same sort of. It's not exactly the same sort of concept, but it's it's an all online multiplayer based game, and it's heavily relying on the publisher providing new content for it. Uh, in order to keep the interest of the players and making sure everything's balanced and all that jazz. Um, I mean, I guess it's, is there some risk with this being the same scenario where it's it's still a well, top-notch game, but people are just losing interest in it? I mean, people are always going to lose interest. But from what I've gathered from the people I've spoken to, uh, most of the people who are dropping out of the division are angry at te- uh, glitches that haven't been patched and, like, people exploiting these glitches and kicking everybody's yeah. ass yeah. with these. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on this. Once again, please correct me if I'm wrong. I love being told how wrong I am. I can't get <laughs> enough of it. And, uh, um, and yeah, so, but, I mean, uh, the thing, it, people are weird because people play Team Fortress 2, and Team Fortress 2 is probably the closest game to Overwatch that exists. Uh, and Team Fortress 2 is incredibly repetitive. Right. There's a small handful of maps, a very limited amount of guns, a very limited amount of classes, and you just point and shoot at one another, and that's basically the whole game, except the you know amazing hats that you can wear. And that those hats weren't even invent, uh, in the original release of the game. So, But people still play it. So there's got to be something that keeps the community attached to that particular game and if if there was some way that we could actually figure out what this is we could we could sell it to developers and become very rich men but <laughs> no one no one actually knows what that is and um, i mean you either got it or you don't and i think with a lot of blizzard games the community is really there blizzard super diehard fans are always going to sort of keep the game slightly more aloft than if it was released by anyone. Reese, I got a question for you. You brought up the division um, for offenders and whatnot. Did you uh, see what they talked about for threatening to ban all the cheaters for their first time offense? I did, and I I may or may not have uh, played around with the CSS a little bit in that thread. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, That's right. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I did see that. That is that is interesting. I mean, of course, we all hate 
we all hate cheaters and they deserve to be banned and then they deserve to have their console set on fire and then, and then they deserve to have their kittens smothered or something. But whoa, whoa, um, that's too far for the <laughs> internet. You okay. cannot talk about hurting kittens on the internet. Sorry, oh, I would never. Especially not that. on this podcast. Hurting, hurting no, animals. Sorry, sorry, we do not hurt animals. animals. No, it's, only our uh, guests. It's dogs. It, it's dogs that are okay for us to hurt, right? We everyone likes to punch dogs. Right. The, the the duck hunt dog. But anyway, I'm I'm sort of rambling here. It's late. Um. So yeah, uh, we all hate cheaters, and it's great that cheaters get banned. They should be banned all the time, forever and ever, and and they should go back in time and ban them before they were born. But um, how I does say, one all I guarantee? Say that, that's what I was about to say. Guaranteeing. Sorry, that I you're cut you off. <laughs> like, there has to be an appeal system, clearly, because, I mean, if it's based on reports, I mean, I, I get yeah. reported for abusive voice chat, and I don't ever have my microphone plugged in, and my connect is turned off when I'm playing a game. So Very people true. will report you for anything, you know, if, if you kick their ass enough. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say is that there needs to make sure there's a system where they either they can actually try to detect cheating. I mean, is it going to be like the old um, on Steam with the uh, cheat engines? Like, I mean, not with the hell you know, cheat engines and hacks. I mean, I don't see that's going to be happening on the Xbox, but how are they going to detect if someone's actually cheating and track that? I mean, it's well, going to yeah. be hard to tell unless there's screenshots that are like when someone reports you. Is there going to be like a screenshot that's taken? Is that even that? Is that even possible for them yeah. to do that? So I have no idea. I mean, VAC doesn't do a very good job on Steam. And yeah, I mean, I know people that are on PC that use that use VAC, and I've know tons of hackers on PC, and that's kind of the, the whole cross-platform issue too between Xbox and PC. Is there's a lot of hackers. I mean. There is, and when yeah. you come into the Xbox area, there's no hackers, so you're merging those two player bases together, and I feel like you would have a lot of upset people. But um, back on uh, Overwatch, I really, if they're going to do it this way, and they're going to ban people for first offense, they have to make sure 100% that those people are actually cheating, and that those same people can go through an appeal process like you said. Mm-hmm. I hope it's I hope it's something like YouTube. How they? <laughs> oh, God. oh wow. don't, don't talk to me about that, please. Hey, wait, wait. This is off topic, and Ross can probably chop this off the end. But uh, just tweet us, girls. Uh, did you guys see what um, prolific video game critic and YouTuber um, Jim Sterling did? Uh, to mess with the way YouTube works, he had like four different sources, and basically none, oh, like no yes, specific, right. no yeah. specific yeah. person could claim the copyright to that's it because right. the other one has it. Exactly, right. he he knew that he was talking about Nintendo, and he knew that Nintendo would make a claim because Nintendo apparently claims 100% of all Nintendo footage because that's man. So um, he knew that Nintendo would claim so. Just to mess with Nintendo, he added in like a like a bunch of random eighty songs and some footage of like He Man and like all this random stuff that he knew would get flagged. And he was like, "You guys can just fight it out." And the system actually like glitches up and doesn't give the money to anybody. Uh, and he made a video explaining how to exploit the system, and now everybody's doing it just to stick it to the man. <laughs> it's great. It's a it's a great loophole. It is an absolute great loophole, especially for those content creators that are constantly being uh, pinged there and and risking their accounts being 
uh, striked and and taken down permanently. So it's <laughs> it's a good way until they find a a better way to manage uh, that whole system over on or YouTube. just fix the whole system. Yeah, I mean. exactly. It's just a, overhaul the get, whole thing. Get, <laughs> Richard, just get off this podcast with your logic <laughs> and your common sense. Just, just I, I'm leave. Sorry, you're, I, you're not welcome here. That's right. All right, you guys. Well, I think we are going to wrap things up. Uh, it's been a fun, eventful show this week. We just want to say thanks again to Reese and Richard here for joining us on the show. And sorry that uh, Ross couldn't make it with us this week. Uh, again, you guys can find us over at the uh, X1 Party Chats over on Twitter, as well as you can find the podcast over on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that fun stuff, uh, as well as on the Xbox One sub Reddit. Make sure to leave us some comments, make sure to subscribe, make sure to leave some feedback on the podcast. It all really helps us and increase the show uh, viewership and all that other fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, everybody, for listening in, and uh, we will chat with you guys next time. I guess I'm supposed to say Xbox turn off. Wait, at this point. no, I was <laughs> to say that yet. I wanna, I wanna just quickly cut in. Uh, thanks, Clay, and everybody else for listening, like you're saying. And I want to also say that I'm sorry that we don't have an interview for you this uh, week. Yes. Uh, we had one, but because uh, we scheduling errors, Ross got sick, you know, this and that happened. Uh, but so we don't have an interview for you this week, but we will have a super awesome interview for you next week with Psyonix, the developers of Rocket League. Woo-hoo! We know you want to talk to them. It's going to be great. And hopefully we can make that up to you for having to actually sit there and listen to us talk about things for an hour because I'm <laughs> sure that was really unpleasant. That's so, true. yeah. Now, no, I, 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 oh, go ahead. No, no, Rich, go for I it. I was about to say, I'll finally admit with that i'll be the giddy school girl because i love rocket league so who doesn't love rocket league let's be honest i, I think we're all weird we're all very excited to have these guys on yes. so fingers crossed it's a good one so make sure to tune in next week uh you heard it here first i guess is what people say i don't know <laughs> ross is the ross is the guy that's it's really good at intros and outros for the show so <laughs> just turn off the xbox oh, sorry all right xbox turn off Xbox on. Game on, baby. Wow! Lose your Xbox. Live. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Maybe, maybe don't. <laughs> we are do not. That. <laughs> do not recommend. Do not recommend doing what I was just saying there. Disclaimer: The podcast does not want you to lose your Xbox Live. Do not do what Jesse just said. <laughs> do not do what Jesse just said. That should just be like a disclaimer for all general parenting. Exactly. Please do not uh, do as I do or as I say. Something along those lines.